What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Productivity Lovers Podcast, the podcast about how to become more productive in your work and home environment. The Productivity Lovers Podcast is brought to you by Chris Scrott, a certified professional organizer and deadly, a digital productivity coach. Buckle up and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us today for another Productivity Lovers podcast. I wish I could love sing. a singing intro. How nice. <laughs> I wish I could sing. That is one thing I wish I could do that I really don't do well at all. Yeah, I don't do really well, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm good. We all have I'm gifts, good. right? <laughs> we all have our gifts. That's definitely not one of mine, and I'm okay with that. It's <laughs> yeah, true. Yes, I'm good with that. I'm good a girl with that. can still wish. <laughs> yes, she can. Yes, she can. So what's going on with you? What's up? Just housework. <laughs> Just? <laughs> I like well, the you way know, you say that. I think when you and I started this podcast, you were remodeling your kitchen. I was. And in that process, I feel like I developed a little new kitchen envy. <laughs> 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 so coming right up, we're going to... We're going to remodel our kitchen too in the next. (laughs) I know. I think it's, you know, everyone that finishes the project celebrates it. But oh, yes, we do. Last week. So we're tearing a few things apart. We're replacing some moldings. We're going to do a brick wall. I have always wanted to have a a brick brick wall. wall? Wow. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. Okay. I will share pictures of that when that's up. Rob is super handy. So we've been like, playing with bricks okay just don't just don't hit each other with those bricks and you all get yeah sometimes it does get testy around projects but we (laughs) we navigate those things fairly well at the end of the day have you ever put together an ikea we have something together we have we spend an entire day putting ikea together like seven Ah. Wow. And then okay. Not that long ago, one of the kids needed a new dresser and the three of us actually put the <laughs> dresser. Wow. And you, you maintain your sanity. Nobody yelled and nobody got hurt. I wouldn't say nobody yelled, but I was <laughs> at the end of the day, we were all happy. We had put the dresser yeah. together. So yeah. we blinged it up with some really fun knobs, you know? Oh, nice. I yeah, like that. Kind of, you yeah, made it your own. They look like diamonds. <laughs> Like, you know, ring pop diamonds, you know, it's like that size, blinged it up, but that's fun. So that's me. What are you up to? I am up to a lot of things. I am investigating new schools. Mm. I am assisting with the registration, title, tags, transfer stuff. For one of my parents that's mm. always fun that involves yeah, going is horrendous so there's the moving part and then when you do that part and get to the place you're going to be there are these other things you need to do mm. like yeah. register your car and get a new driver's license and all of that mm. and i get to be the person that gets to go to the dmv with mm. that parent bring a book. that will be fun actually i do have to say i just got my license renewed okay about a year ago yep and, and in that process, I made an appointment. I showed up. The okay. whole process was like, they were, it was, I was there 20 minutes early. They saw me pretty close to my appointment time. And nice. I was in and out as a breeze. Like I remember the last time I was there, yeah. I was there for like six hours. I so know. I've like gotten that. really better at it. 
I hope the last so. time I was there, I was there to get my driver's license too. The new real ID thing, right? I had the appointment. I walked in. I knew exactly where I needed to go. There were signs. There were people to tell me where to go. I was seen by someone who was super friendly. I was in and out 30 minutes door to door. Yay to the DMV. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. Yes. I am hoping for a similar experience or better because yeah. we are doing multiple things. There's the driver's license, the registration, the title, the tags. Am I forgetting yeah. something? I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but there's a bunch more stuff going on. And oof, wow. So I have allotted for three hours. Oh, there I'm you hoping, go. I'm hoping to not need all of those hours. I will pray for the DMV gods for you to be Please. on time and on schedule so you can be productive in that process. <laughs> yes. So that's what's going on in my neck of the woods. Thank you for sharing that. So what are yes. we talking about today? Today, we are talking about Brene Brown and something that she likes to call, and I know you're going to touch on this a bit more, the power of vulnerability and the impact. That's not of, what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about. I, I thought that's what we were talking about. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. So that's not today, you guys. That's next time. So just stick a pin <laughs> okay. in that one. Stick we are going to on. talk about the power of vulnerability probably in the next couple of podcasts, but I want Deb to read the book first. So erase, okay, erase, see? erase. We're going to talk about planners today, and then we're going to talk about the power probably. of vulnerability coming up right next, okay, next after time. that. So, okay. I get my, my topic wires crossed a bit. I was, was all in Brene land. That's all right. So so guess what, Chris? We're not talking about Brene. We're talking about planners. We're going to talk about something much more practical because we, we, I feel like we've been talking about my, the mindset of productivity for a while, yes. and we want to make sure that we're appealing to all of the listeners. They're interested yes. in the tech tools part of it. So here we are okay. today. Let's see that planner, that fancy, smancy planner that you've got going on. I know. I was telling you earlier that I love Ari Tuckman and he- Yes. Hey, Ari renowned psychologists yes. specializing in people with ADHD. Did we and not see him at a conference? Where did we, we have, was a speaker we, at something, mm -hmm. right? He chairs yeah. the international conference on ADHD every year. Yep. And in one of his presentations, not that long ago, he said he wished that planners only had six pages because on the seventh day, everybody forget to go back. <laughs> so I was thinking about him because I was like, I bought this beautiful commit planner. Oh, I love. I do have to say, it came with like I spend money on accessories. Look, there is a little. Oh, look! At There's a unicorn paper clip for those of you that are not watching the video. They're just listening. That I just fell in love with, and I bought I all it. kinds of stickers. <laughs> and here's a funny story. I hid the stickers so well that I can't find them now. <laughs> But I bought this planner. I was super excited about it. I set it up. I used it for, uh, I don't know, two weeks. And then there's been crickets, right? Oh, boy. <clears throat> chirp, uh, chirp, chirp. <laughs> I know. And I, and I feel like my problem with paper planners is that I just get really excited about it. And then I pretty. don't commit to it for the rest of the year. Like, what's up with that? Well, you know, paper planners really suck you in. 
they are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just from, you don't even have to touch it. You walk by the aisle, you look at the website. They have these beautiful, vibrant colors that just call to you. And then you touch it. And then the magic starts to happen, right? Like the beautifulness, like moves from the planner in through your fingers and it just jolts you like, okay, I have to have this. And Mm -hmm. you flip through the pages and you're like, okay, it says weekly, but it's okay. I need monthly. It's all right. It looks pretty on the outside. I'll, I'll make it work. And then you buy it and you buy the pens and you buy the stickers that you can't find. Right. You buy all of these lovely accessories and then you actually do use it and it can be helpful. The thing about the paper planner though, is that you always have to take it with you that is true Mm -hmm. right that's where i think the downfall happens it's in your other bag it's in your office it's somewhere else and you forgot it and you raced out the house and you don't have it and so now you have no idea where you were supposed to be when you're supposed to be there or what you're working on that's not fully true because I supplement my, you know, okay. paper addiction because I'm going <laughs> to call this an addiction. Okay. Uh, I supplement my paper planner addiction with like a real Google calendar. So that's solid. Okay. That's worked for years. That's like, you know, I think if that thing crashed, it would be a horrible day in my yes, life. It would be. So tell um, me, tell me, tell me, tell me, why do you have? Both? I don't know. Uh, I taught a class during the pandemic in my free Friday training seminars about like I remember. Yeah, because I went to see a client and I literally I took an entire bin. I think she had like 18 or 19 different planners. And she's like, I'm trying to find one that I love. And then I was like, but you still not using any of them. And he hasn't found the one. (laughs) It resonated for me because I was like, well, I don't buy that many every year, but I do tend to buy one a year. And I think now that you ask me that question, that what comes up for me is I feel like I have this belief system Yes. That says that I must have a paper planner to just be productive. It's ingrained in my brain, like from when I was a kid that you have to. Did you use one down. in college? Were you like in school? I did. Or? Yeah. I had a Franklin planner. I was a devout oh, for like years. It was yeah. like, they had to pry that thing out of my hands. Like they pried my Blackberry. I remember having a Blackberry, <laughs> but we digress. So digress. you've always been a paper planner user mm-hmm. and that feeling of productivity with the paper planner. I mean, it starts with a P2, right? Productivity planner. So you, it's now carried through to your adult life mm-hmm. and you use it for a short time. And then what do you do with it? Does it go on a shelf? Do you save them? no. Like when it gets to like, I don't know, at the end of the summer or like in September yeah. when I was like, when I feel like a failure, I'm like, oh. I have wasted my money and I have not completed the planner usage. I feel shame. And then I'm like, oh. well, I'll just throw this in the shred bin. And then it's like, and then that's it. That's it. Huh. And, then, and then in December, I forget that I just threw the other one in the. And shed. you buy a new one. And I'm just like, I'm excited. It's a new year. I'm going to get a new planner. <laughs> it will be different okay. this year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It will be different this year. So if I were your client mm-hmm. and I told you that story about my love of paper planners but lack of using said planners, what would you advise me 
to do, mm. do you think? That's a really good question. I think I would say two things. One, just embrace the fact that you're not going to use the planner very long or that it's going to be very sporadic. Okay. So like, formalize, so accept it. formalize the dysfunction. That's totally okay, right? We're okay. like, nah, it is not meant for me to use it every day. It's just meant for me to use it during certain times. Maybe like it helps with stress. I don't know. It helps me write things down and it helps me feel. Okay. So go okay. with that or okay. yes. stop wasting your money and stop buying them all together. And then the solution to, to number two would be a digital calendar. Find a tool that really works. So, you know, I think you got me started on Google Calendar way back when. Did I know? Because I still use Google Calendar for a variety of reasons. So if you were, if you were coaching me through this, what would you say? I would ask if you really love the paper. I do. Is it the feel of the paper? Is it the smell of the book? Is it just the prettiness of it? Because maybe the aesthetics of the planner is what's really attracting you. It's not really the use or the function of the planner. So if you really like the feel of paper and holding this book and looking at it and it brings you joy, hello, Marie Kondo, it brings you joy. Mm-hmm. Then I might say, well, how about a paper notebook or journal that you may write whatever you'd like to write in it and get that same joy. But if you need to be someplace and not forget to be there, maybe we can try looking at a digital calendar because even if you were to take pictures of the pages in your paper planner if someone says well you know I can't meet with you tomorrow but I can meet with you next month and you don't have that page in your phone hmm you're still going to run into some issues unless you have that planner with you so there are some drawbacks so I would really gauge the love of the paper and what that is all about and try to maybe help funnel that into a different way of getting that same feeling and excitement about seeing a pretty hardbound book that you could do something of value with. You know, journaling is very, very valuable for a number of reasons. So that could be an option. So I would talk about that. And I would also talk about your aversion or lack of one towards using a tech tool. So I love tech tools. So I probably would ask that kind of a question and say, well, have you tried using it? One of them, Yahoo, you know, Google. Back in the day, there was a calendar. People are still using Yahoo? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's. Oh, listen, there are some of our clients still have AOL addresses. That is very true. Remember that? So just because the technology is old doesn't mean it can't work for us. So I don't want anyone to feel like they. Very true. If Yahoo is listening, we do not disparage your company. We We do not. And. And it's possible that you're using your Yahoo calendar and it's working just fine for you. That's great. I didn't even know I had a calendar. Yes, Yahoo Mail, Yahoo Calendar, and I think some kind of photo storage Flickr, maybe. Oh, right. A couple of just learn something new. Well, there you go. So I would also probably talk about the benefits of a digital calendar. Like, so what what calendars are you like? Tell us some tech tools that you're using to manage time. All right. So time and where to be like showing up for a podcast recording with Chris goes on the Google calendar. I have it in a different color than all the other calendars. So I like that I can create multiple calendars and Mm -hmm. color code them. I think you might be purple. I like that with you. I think my time with you is purple. I want, I want the colors to stand out to me. 
So I am I am somewhat of a visual person. So that really, really works well for me. Some people use other types of tools, but Google really is, is my preferred mm-hmm. calendar right now. Hopefully we'll stay that way as I use Gmail and all these other things that integrate quite lovely, quite nicely with Google Calendar. You know, if I were to set up a meeting, I could use Google Meet and set up that Google Meet meeting right from the calendar. I wouldn't have to go to Google Meet. It's all nice and seamlessly packaged together. So there are some, yes, there's a feature called find a time with Google Calendar. So if you and I are trying to find a time to meet and we have shared our calendars with each other, we can find a time that each of us has an open spot and connect it nicely together. So find a time is a lovely feature. Very creepy, but very helpful. Creepy and helpful. You know, I, I accept that. <laughs> I like I that. that. I love that Google Calendar integrates with lots of things. And guess what it integrates with now? Google Calendar integrates with one of my favorite all-time tools, Evernote. Really? Yes, really. So I have connected Evernote to Google Calendar. It now shows up on my Evernote dashboard or home screen. And every time I have a meeting... I can go into that calendar right on my dashboard and I can click a button that says, hey, let's take some notes for this meeting. Or I can put an agenda in there. And now Evernote starts to remind me. I get a pop-up on my phone that says, hey, meeting coming up with Chris. You want to take some notes? (laughs) You want to create a new note for this? So I love that integration. So, you know, it's used by a lot of people. So likely people have experience using it. So it's easy. That barrier to entry is, is not there. Nothing against some of the other things like Microsoft Outlook. If you are an Outlook person and you're in the Microsoft ecosystem and you love it, keep at it. So one of the things here is, you know, there's no cookie cutter way to do this, right? If it works for you, it works for you. And that's really what it needs to be all about. It's what you can reasonably manage and what works and what you have experience using. Some of that will take some trial and error, but if Microsoft is it, keep up with that. If not, find the one that works for your brain. So I too like those paper calendars, but I just, mm-hmm. I'd rather have a journal. Yeah, you know what? That's a great way to reframe it. This is more, because I do use Google for everything, right? It's like, yeah. that's the only way I get around places. So this is more like a journaling tool where I kind of organize my thoughts for the day. So like during today, I spent the day in my office. So it was a great, it's a yep. great way to like write things down, how I was going to lay out my day, what I was going to do today, how I was going to spread out my, you know, my office time. I do have to say that, that I did use one planner and that was okay. the planner, the planner pad. Love. I remember you talking about that. I'm a huge fan of the planner yeah. pad. The only problem, planner pad people, if you're listening, is that they are just not sexy. They are just (laughs) ugly. And they're like, the outside is like black or green. So does this mean that you're going to create your own planner then that that looks really cute and fun? You know, you and I have talked about this. We have talked about creating our own planners. So we should put that on the, we should put that on the project (laughs) list. Yes. No, that's how we start things. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Now, I have to say, though, if someone is tech averse and does not wish to use any tech tool, that would be trickier. But I think I think it could still work. I think it would take more effort on their part, but it could work. So all you guys out there who 
love the paper planner, the one thing that you would always have to do, some, you know, tie your, I don't know, ribbon around your finger, put a sticky note on your, on your work bag or your purse or your purse, whatever you've got to always have it with you. I think if you have it on your person, it can do what you need it to do, mm-hmm. which means if it's too big or too heavy, eh, you may need to rethink that. But if you can find a way to always remember it and always have it, then I think the paper planner could work. Would you agree? I would agree. Yes. I think when I had like when I had a job at my office and then yeah. I had a computer bag and then I tucked it all in into the same place and then I carried yes. them back and forth, right? That worked really well because they were always in my in my computer bag purse. And yes. so I could easily locate my planner. Everything worked out. However, I feel like I feel like a lot of my clients that have ADHD have a hard time. Mm-hmm. keeping track of their planners. However, until they develop a really good habit about there having, we go. You no, know, I we have go. several clients. They're so good about their planners, right? They get the yes. exact same planner. They do it okay. the exact same way. They have a place where they keep it. So it's like, it's not like, where's my planner? Like the planner has yes. a home. Their system is very well established and they do really well with their paper planner. So and they can um, I think developing that. good habits around it is really important to making it work. Just like you and I make our, just like you and I make our Google yeah. calendar really work for us. And if, yes. if for some, some reason that system failed, then we would be, we would lost. Be, we would be in the poopy planner. <laughs> well, see that. So now that is one of the benefits of having a paper planner. Yeah. Right. Because if, if for some reason these digital calendars all went away or, or maybe it's down for a few hours, you know, the person with the paper planner is like, haha, I got my paper planner. I don't need the tech. I have it right here. So there are some pros and cons to both. I love that you're talking about creating these really solid routines around the use and storage and retrieval. It's not just using it when you need it, but also putting it back in the same spot every time when you're finished and making sure that you have a nice routine or workflow, whatever you want to call it around this planner so that it is, you know, with you when, and you can always find it when you need it. Cause that would, that's the painful part, right? The scavenger hunt, looking for the things that you want, who wants to do that? So interesting. Interesting. I still vote for digital calendar though. Sorry. I mean, I have to pick a side. So that's my side. I, I'm, I'm totally with you. I think if I had to pick one tool that I really commit to with my, with my planning, it would definitely be my Google calendar because it's, it's with me at all times. It's yeah. on my phone. I never wonder where am I, where do I need to go? It's a tool yeah. that's always that, you know, that I take around with me constantly. Which is the drawback too. <laughs> I feel like I'm just playing devil's advocate all around today. If you're always connected with it, I mean, there are times when you just need to put it aside. You know, when you when you have a lot of appointments, when you have a busy sort of work week and work life, you can't afford to let something fall through the cracks. So those digital reminders can come in handy, but we do need that balance between how much we're available mm. and how much we're tied and connected. So there's this sort of tug and pull So though I think I have a majorly love relationship with technology, I'm also aware of some of the, you know, the the trickier parts of being uber connected and always available or around and 
you know, not having some downtime. So, yeah, I think, you know, reminded us, we are reminded of our no phone Sundays and how hard that was to like calendar was definitely one of those features that we used that we ended up missing because we didn't have our phones. It's like, where are we yes. supposed to go? Even though it was a Sunday, it was still <laughs> challenging. So, yeah. well, thank you for not judging me. Am I using my no judgment? For just no judgment. And thank you for reframing it as a journal. I think I feel much better about yeah. that. And I guess if any of you out there, you know, if you're using a planner that you absolutely love and adore and you want to share how is it working for you and what do you love about it, we would love to hear. Yes, absolutely. Find us at ProductivityLovers.com and also on Facebook at Productively Lovers. We want to hear from you. So, and also tweet us your questions, you know, things that you want us to talk about on the show. If there's something you disagree with, you can tell us too, but we do ask that you say it nicely if you could. <laughs> Constructive criticism. We can take it. Or we may talk about you on the podcast. We might. <laughs> Everything's fair game, people. Anyway. Thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We're always kind. Yes. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Productivity Lovers Podcast. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Productivity Lovers Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe so that you get notified when we upload a new productivity podcast. For more tips and notes from the show, check us out at productivitylovers.com. Talk to you soon.